Hello, friends. Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. Thank you so much for joining us today. On the Logistics of Logistics, I talk to experts in logistics and transportation, warehousing, fulfillment, supply chain, and of course, technology. And during these interviews, I'm always the one asking the dumb questions. I ask the dumb questions so you don't have to. Today's topic is Manifest 2024 with my friend Pam Simon. Pam is the EVP and conference chair at Manifest, which is one of the very best logistics and supply chain conferences in the world. Manifest, the future of supply chain and logistics will be held February 5th through February 7th in Las Vegas. Location is Caesars Forum, Las Vegas. I will be at Manifest and you should be too. Stay tuned to learn why. How's it going, Pam? I'm good. How are you? Doing great, doing great. So please introduce yourself and your company where you're calling from today. Sure. I'm Pam Simon. I'm the conference chair and the EVP of programming for Manifest, which is the only global end-to-end supply chain event taking place February 5 to 7 at Caesars Forum in Las Vegas. And I'm calling you or talking, calling in from Miami. Very nice. So Manifest, I was there last year and I will be there this year. And it's, you said February 5th through the 7th. Is that a Monday? Yes, it's a Monday through Wednesday. And as we had just discussed, it is the week leading into the Super Bowl, which is also in Las Vegas. So I won't be the only Detroiter there is what you're telling me. <laughs> we wish. <laughs> but anyway, and where is where is the conference at? It'll be at Caesars Forum. In Las Vegas. Which is massive. And it's a separate structure, but it's attached to Harrah's and The Link. I stayed at Harrah's last year. And so you don't have to go outside. So so we just, it, and by the way, when you're walking, you bump into all your friends on the way there and on your way back. You never have to walk there or back alone. And I love where the conference was at last year. And I love that. It, I know it's going to be much bigger this year. We'll get to that. But I love the location and I love how it worked out last year. So tell us a little bit more about Manifest and what's the whole title here? Because I I just call it Manifest 2024, but it's got a whole subtitle to it too. Yes. uh, Manifest, the future of logistics and supply chain is here. Every year we work to outdo ourselves. So we have a fresh new lineup and experiences set up for you. We're expecting about 4,500 to 5,000. And that's got to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest conference in logistics and supply chain. It's global. We have folks coming from over 50 countries. There'll be more than 500 startups, over 1,500 shippers, LSPs, and hundreds of investors. So it is a full ecosystem that we are bringing together. Um, The first day of the show, we'll kick off our education with three symposiums, maritime, sustainability, and intermodal as well as a half-day session that will be sponsored by Vizian, which will dive into visibility, digital transformation, and key partnerships. And then we'll go on to our main stage in the next two days with a ton of exciting new content, as well as our 300 sponsors in our expo hall. As you mentioned, it is bigger and better. We have now doubled in size, so there'll be 200,000 square feet to experience and surprise and delight with with DHL Supply Chain leading the way, in addition to our headline sponsors, Flexport, DB Shanker, ArcBest, Ease Logistics, OneWhale, and Rider Systems. So we have a lot of exciting things coming. Yeah. And have you guys announced, is there going to be like a a concert like there was last year? 
Yes, there will be a concert. We have not announced it yet, so I'm going to have to keep you waiting all at the edge right, of your seat. All right, all right, I see. Last year, I went there and I went to the con- con- concert, and it was on the final night. And I was like, oh, should I go? Should I not go? It's a long, it's like a long week, and I was like, I get a flight in the morning, and then I was like, oh, the hell with it, I'm going down there. I know I'll see someone I know, and and I was walking around, and my friend Gary Allen from Ryder said. He goes, Joe, what are you doing here? And I go, I'm here to pick up the kids. <laughs> and it was, by the way, it was Nelly playing. So it's not exactly my music, but I know a few of his songs. So I was like, I'm here. And he goes, come with me. And I went, I sat with the writer people, which was fantastic, right on the side of the stage. I was like, how did this happen? I'm like, this is why you leave your damn hotel room. And that was a great concert. And people, people loved it. I have, I took video because I had all my friends. I could look down at them in the front rows or that little, on the main floor. It was fantastic. Thank you. Yes. Yes. We have lots of exciting things coming. We had Nelly this year. It was ludicrous last year. And we'll be announcing very soon who will be performing at Manifest 2024. Yeah. And you guys had ludicrous there the year before, right? Yeah. So you guys did do pretty good over there. So I'm looking forward to that. who the headliner is. What should we expect from Manifest? We talked a little at the high, highest level. What should we expect when we go there? Uh, when it comes to top, when it comes to content, as I said, we are the only show in the industry that covers the full end-to-end of supply chain. So we'll dive into collaboration across the maritime sector to improve visibility and help companies achieve their net zero emission goals, which we'll hear from a number of ports, including Rotterdam, Miami, Ashdod, Barcelona, Long Beach, and more. I noticed all the port people there last year um, because they're walking around Port Authority with their on their name tag. I was like, I don't see that all the time unless you go to a specific port, you know, event. Yes, I think you know, COVID really shined a light on on supply chain issues and the importance of visibility and resiliency across your entire supply chain. So I think it's important that we really do have all of the key players from when you're entering from the sea versus from a distribution center over the road and more. Yep, yep. So Pam, tell us a little bit about you. Just give us the back of the napkin. Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? Career highlights before you joined Manifest. Um, So I'm from Providence, Rhode Island. I went to George Washington University. Very nice. And spent a number of years in New York where I was heavily involved in the New York tech scene. And then 2011 through 16, I was living in Brazil. So three years in Rio, two in Sao Paulo. I ended up producing the first demo day to ever take place in the country, as well as the first Entrepreneur Week. And then went on to launch LATAM Founders, a private network of investors and technology CEOs across Latin America. And then joined Lab Ventures as a partner where we were investing in logistics, real estate, and travel. I'm an ecosystem builder and a connector, so I love putting the right people together to have those conversations to really make a business impact. So we had launched the best way to build and strengthen relationships, at least from my experience, is through different events and connections. So while I was at Lab Ventures, launched the Future of Logistics Tech, which was more of a closed 500 attendee 500 person show. And then December 2019, Connective acquired the whole series. Ah, that's how you showed up. So Connective is the, the 
larger company that does manifest in some other conferences. By the way, am I wrong to say it used to be just the future of logistics and now is it the future of logistics and supply chain? And I know it already had supply chain people there. Is that just to let the rest of the world know it's not just logistics? And by the way, it, it, I don't think it's been lo- just logistics since the beginning. By the way, I should never say just logistics. <laughs> just logistics, but you know the receptively, I think people look at it differently. So including supply chain really opens it up from the shipper perspective to include a variety of different departments and not just specifically logistics. So before we hit record, I was telling you the last year I was lucky enough to go to Manifest and I got to moderate the shipper panel. And I was just telling you, when I got there, I was like, oh, look at this. The room's like standing room only. I'm like, oh, everyone came to see us. I don't wonder if it's me. Are they here for me? And then I re- it occurred to me, oh no, I'm talking to the shippers. Everybody wants to talk to the shippers. And I know that is, there was a lot there last year. I talked to so many shippers because you'd go to a lot of logistics conferences and they will, people will say it right out. I don't want to go to a conference to talk to my just my competition. Nothing wrong with seeing your competition there, having a conversation that let's, we're all friendly, but it's better if you can actually talk to shippers, customers, and that's where the supply chain comes in. And they are the biggest companies around are at this event. Yeah, they are. And we're expecting, we actually have about 33 different CEOs and CISOs from big companies on stage, but it's not just big companies. It's really the full commit of, of sizes of different companies that are moving goods around the world. And I think what shippers have really learned over the last two years is that Manifest is the event that your whole team needs to be at, right? Because there is so much to cover for the entire scope of the supply chain. You'll be able to have eyes on the ground looking into different ways to make your warehousing more efficient or automated. When it comes to last mile, what are the different opportunities? When it comes to shipping, whether it's air, sea, or freight, who are the different companies that they could be working with from technology partners, from investors, and then to learn from each other. Um, So we do have special kind of closed roundtables for shippers so that they'll be able to connect with their peers in the industry and and have some of those closed conversations. And we have some amazing executives leading those from Apple to TikTok, uh, L'Oreal, Pepsi, and more. Yep. And by the way, as a logistics media person, I saw all of my, I don't even call them competition, all my friends who do all the other podcasts. So saw Blythe, Broomleaf. And Ramel Watley, I spent a lot of time with Tim Dooner, Craig Fuller from Freight Waves. Everybody's there and everybody's doing interviews there. So if you want to be found by those people, they are there. You can talk to all of them in one one place because they're all there. And I will say last year, I was so impressed when you go into the main, I don't know, main part of the building, not where all the, not where all the speeches are where all the booths are. Booths is really understating it because people really spent some big money creating really cool exhibits. Yes. Uh, so before I get into the the amazing, fun, surprise and delights that we have coming on the next side, um, you mentioned a lot of different media players that were going to be there. And yes, there are. Uh, at this year's show, over 124 companies broke news at Manifest. Um, and Port of Ashdod signing an agreement with me on stage to Daimler unveiling a truck. So 
we it's really become a stage to make announcements on and we already have a lot of exciting you know announcements and product launches that will be showcased at at next year's show yeah and by the way and also you could not throw a stone without hitting a private equity guy or a vc i mean everywhere i i'm by the way i collect cards when i go to these things or the wrong way to say that because at manifest they've got a cool app that you download on your phone so you have everybody's but you have everybody's their company you know who they came with very different um, I went to another event expecting that and I didn't get it. And I was like, and, and you have that badge where you swipe the badge and you're like, yeah, you exchange information. Now it took like maybe the first few hours, the first day when you're like, Hey, Pam, let's swipe badges. And they're like, what? But as soon as you learn, you're like, Oh damn, I'm not walking home with a thousand cards. I'm just going with, and that email that app was on my phone for months and I got all and all it was also connected to my email. So every time somebody would send me a message in the app, it was going to my email. I was like, I love that. That was so convenient. Our our app overall, our technology is is really impressive. And we were actually Manifest was nominated um from the TSE Gold 100 Awards as one of the best uses of technology in our industry. So there are some new advancements that are going to be coming to the app so that because as I mentioned, this is the show that teams really should be at or a number of your companies or your portfolio companies. If you're an investor, you have your portfolio companies and your partners. So there will be new additions to the app. So you'll be able to actually coordinate with your teammates as well. And then yes, our tile within the the name tag, when you're able to tap and just sync all the information, it really does make things easier. It makes your follow-up process. Oh my God, way easier because you just basically scan and then it's you get an email that says you connected with Pam Simon. Now I have Pam Simon's email and I can start badgering her on a regular basis. <laughs> of course, we don't do that after Manifest, but it, it was really awesome from that perspective. I wish I had downloaded that uh, even sooner because it was just so useful. Yes, it will release it about four to six weeks before the show and strongly recommend getting on there and scheduling meetings, right? The app is super useful and can schedule a ton of meetings before you even get there. And then in our expo area or our off grid, uh, there is a full area in the center dedicated. A to huge the- area last year. <laughs> you just look on your phone. You can say you connected with someone. You're going to have a meeting. It'll tell you, okay, go to table four. We'll have somebody to greet you and escort you over to table four so you don't miss your meeting and everything goes pretty smoothly. Yeah. And I interview so many people and I a lot of times don't meet them in person. I met so many people in person at Manifest and I got, I think it was Auto Tech Ventures, a venture capital company. They had a little pre, pre-party the day before Manifest and it was a cocktail party and they said, Joe, please come. And I went over there. I had interviewed six of their portfolio companies and one of their partners. And I was like, wow. I was like, I didn't realize like how connected this world is until you go to this kind of event and go, oh my God, the people I interview, I meet in person at a cocktail party. And that's before the event begins. And And nothing in person. Just we're all nothing. we're all remote these days, so you're remote. And I swear to God, if the, if Elon Musk wanted to have that simulation where you fake the world out, I'd be the perfect victim. I was like, yeah, I talked to all these interesting people. They're like, ah, those were bots, Joe. But so Manifest helps me understand they're not bots; they're real people. And again, fantastic event. I 
again, it's one of my favorite events, if not the favorite event that I go to every year. And that's from the beginning. I told you before we hit record, I always ask people at the end of the conference, at the end of the interview, what conferences will we see you at? Obviously, nowhere else see you at. When people first started saying we're going to manifest, I was like, oh, I don't even know what that is. And then right after people started saying, oh, that was the best event I've ever been to. And that's when I reached out to you and Courtney and said, you just got to come on talk of key takeaways. We'll do that also after the event. But can you speak to who's going to be some of the speakers at this event? Sure. So we have, it, it, we're going to cover so many different things. So I'll, I'll go with company and then you can go online and figure out who I'm talking about. But we'll dive into purpose-driven supply chains and we'll hear from executives from Reddit and Schneider Electric and Beersdorf, driving innovation with resiliency. We'll have Unilever, transforming freight in real-time visibility with Sender and Uber Freight as DEI. And what are leaders doing to accelerate this has become quite the topic. We'll hear from Ulta Beauty as well as Dix and Serta Simmons. Automation across the warehouse is there's so many exciting things that are happening and we'll hear from a variety of the different approaches from agility who has different humanoid to Boston dynamics and Locus, as well as bright machines and SV, uh, SVT robotics. And then even with gather looking at drones for within the warehouse. Oh, I love that. I love gather AI. They've been on the podcast. A lot of those guys yeah, have like been. They're great. And obviously the state of AI, like, it comes up in every conversation that I have. So we'll definitely be diving into that in many of the sessions. And then another topic that I think has been quite popular in the news lately and, and just something that we're going to be seeing more of is around cross-border as well as nearshoring and what it will look like to bring more manufacturing to the U.S. as well as the impact on supply chain, supply shortages with executives from Mattel and Foreign Ventures, Sony, Union Pacific, we're really covering a wide breadth of, of topics right. here. I know when you walk down where the where all the presentations are, they're one after another. And you look and you go, oh, I want to go to this one. Oh, wait, I want to go to that one. Damn, I, I want to go to I want to go to three events at the same time. And then you look at the next next segment, you're like, oh, I want to go to that one. There's so much to and by the way, you guys videotape them. So they, you, if you miss an event, you can see it. It's probably still online somewhere. Yes, we have our video library up. So you can still look, watch the playback site for sure. And yeah. in addition to just the speakers, I saw so many very interesting panels where I was like, oh, these are guys, like not one person, not two people, like four or five people. We are like, I want to hear from all of them because they all have. And just for me, I was on a panel with, I'm going to, draw a blank on someone, but Alta Beauty and Best Buy. And I was like, those are major supply chains. And they were in there sharing all of their, all of the new things they're doing, but also some of the challenges they're facing. And again, it's one thing I'm a, I'm a podcaster. So I hear everybody's best shot, right? Here's what we automate this. We do this, we do this AI, this. And then when you hear the shippers speak and they say, oh yeah, and this is always a challenge for us. You're like, oh, so they're not all, you know, these aren't all Grand Slam home runs for us uh, here. <laughs> Only on the podcast does it work that way. So we need that shipper perspective. And again, there'll be more shippers this year than last year. And I don't think I've ever been to a conference with more shippers. Yeah, we have a lot. And as I said, a lot of companies have really learned and, and understand to bring their team. I'm, I'm not going to, I won't drop names, but I will say there was very one very large 
beverage distributor that was able to brought 15 of their executives and they all had different meetings across all areas of their supply chain. And they're doing pilots with and working with and investing in companies that they met at Manifest across every aspect. I think I was doing interviews with people I met at Manifest for month because there was so many people I wouldn't have otherwise met. And yeah, it's funny. I was just telling somebody, somebody said something about, oh, Kim Kardashian's company, Skims. And I was like, oh yeah, I met one of the yeah. ops manager at there. So I remember this woman's very smart and I'm talking to her. And I was like, oh really? This is crazy. Cause you don't, ex that is a very important supply chain that most people would not have an understanding of. And we are always, if you're still logistic services, you want to understand the supply chain so you can speak knowledgeably beyond just, I'll get you a truck or I'll get you uh, a boat, right? Or a plane. We want to be experts in those spaces. And the best way to get that is to get to these conferences, make some connections. Yeah. And there, we definitely going into for the for manifest, there will be a few sessions. And I think you'll see even more companies that are celebrity run or celebrity branded. Now, are you counting people like me as a celebrity? Of course. <laughs> I'm, you know, Kim Kardashian side of things. Um, we could but... refer to ourselves as freight famous. It's a, a small subset of famous. <laughs> famous among a, a, a handful of people. Yes. But these celeb these new celebrity brands or endorse things really They're come big. with its own challenges and new inventory, like new ways to look at inventory management. Think about if something blows up and goes viral versus something that just flops and what do you do and how do you approach that? So I, we're going to definitely dive into that. What does the future of inventory look like, especially with these, with social media and this virality? Oh, yeah, yeah. And by the way, I've noticed, I think we all notice, Jessica Alba has honest brands. We see the Kardashians with, I think, makeup and skims. Ryan Reynolds is a, a whole segment of himself with alcohol. I think it's Aviator that he was part of and Mint Mobile. I know I'm missing a whole bunch, of, but I think a lot of these celebrities are rec recognizing I can sit around and wait to be called by the studio, but if I don't fit into the Marvel universe, maybe I don't get to work anymore. So um, I, I'll use my celebrity to build a brand. And a lot of those are purpose-driven, like uh, Jessica Alba's for sure. I think she had a, a social message for that. And I think we need to understand that when we get, we need to understand how to work with these kind of companies. Exactly. And it's not just their companies, but also we're seeing more celebrities and athletes and musicians investing in the industry as well. We mentioned Ludacris because he performed at Manifest the first year, and he's actually an investor in a few different companies in supply chain. No way. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's a number of folks. I think, it, as I said, I think COVID really opened people's eyes, and now, fortunately, people know what we do, and they're looking to explore and, and find other ways to deploy their capital and their brand. Yeah. And by the way, one of the other things I thought was very cool last year, and I'm sure you guys will outdo yourself this year, but One Rail had the beer garden last year. One Rail was one of my sponsors. So I spent a lot of time over there. A lot of people spent a lot of time over there and not just drinking, but have really great conversations around a beer. The Puppy Lounge, I forgot who did the Puppy Lounge, but I remember the first time I became aware of Manifest, my friend Blythe, room leave from Everything is Logistics, she posted on LinkedIn, oh, I love the Puppy Lounge at Manifest. And I was like, where the hell is Blythe? And then I started hearing people go, oh yeah, the Puppy Lounge. It was, it's like a magnet. And by the way, it's a good way to begin a conversation is playing with puppies. It's a nice icebreaker. It's my favorite. It's also very humanizing. 
right? Because like every, no matter if whoever you're looking to talk to, it sometimes can be intimidating to approach someone and you're there and you're, you know, snuggling with puppies. It definitely breaks that, the see, ice. That, it, that is, I think probably everybody struggles with this, but last year I wanted to go meet you and I wanted to meet Courtney. I saw neither one of you. And by the way, I saw you zipping by and I was like, Oh God, I'm like, it's, I I just know this is like the busiest day of her life. I'm not going to bother her right now, but that happens a lot when you're talking to people and you're like, and and you see them looking over your shoulder, like I've been trying to talk to that guy all the time. Everybody stops at the puppy lounge so you can have conversation. And a lot of people stop over at the beer garden and there's all sorts of really cool exhibits there. Yeah, there's so many fun surprise and delights that we we have coming up. Ease Logistics will be sponsoring the Puppy Lounge that is back. There'll be Rose Who's doing it? Ease Logistics. All right, very nice. Yes, that looks awesome. And we have the Viho has the Coffee Lounge. Softion is doing the Rosé. I was supposed to interview Viho this morning. Unfortunately, uh, somebody got COVID, so (laughs) we'll get over that in the next few months. It's always feeling better. And then we do have some exciting new things to mix in. Axel Hires doing the Wake and Bake Bacon Donut Bar. There'll be a Blackberry's doing a spa. And so if you need to get like, a, or U-Ship is doing the style studio. So if you need to get a haircut, like do a trim or your nails done or something that you covered, it'll make it much easier. Ballaroo has a fun arcade. There's a backyard with that Sony's doing. So all of your like backyard barbecue games caricatures. Yes, you mentioned One Rail and the Beer Garden that will be back and a a bunch of other things. And then as well as all of the different robotics and drones and electric and uh, autonomous vehicles that you'll be able to see and interact with and touch, feel. But really nothing else is like that, right? Where you can really interact with technology and the people that have created it all at the same time. And it seemed like when I was at the conference that when you walk out of the conference and start walking back to the hotel, you can take an hour because you see everybody. Everybody's in the same little space. Not a little space. It's a big space, but we're all in the same space. Oh, oh, I should also say this. I felt, I got to always worry about the okay boomer thing. So people who are my age will show up saying, oh, it's a business event. So I will wear a shirt and a tie and all that. People were wearing mostly their gear. And I said, there's a lot of walking. So I saw a lot of people wearing comfortable shoes. And I did not feel, so one day I wore comfortable shoes, but they were business shoes. The next day I put my Hoka's on and it felt very comfortable because there were a lot of people wearing comfortable shoes. You should wear comfy shoes to this event. Yeah. For me, I I, I wear platform sneakers (laughs) because then that way, at least I look taller, but I can comfortably. This is not a place for bad shoes. (laughs) Leave your heels at home. You will thank me. And Joe, for leaving them at home because you'll be miserable. Comfortable shoes are the way to go. And 100%. People, people dress, I won't say that. I thought they were dressed appropriately. So you didn't see everybody kind of feeling like the need to wear shirts, ties, clothes that are yeah. professional, but not like overly formal. Well, business casual. I would say leave the tie at home, but you can, a nice shirt and some slacks is okay. Or jeans and a nice shirt. People seem to be wearing their own company gear. And I see that more. And I think that works because for me, I wore my logistics of logistics. People go, oh, is that you? I was like, yeah. And I thought, I'm going to wear this every damn day. I don't care what anyone says because everybody knows, recognize that before they recognize me. 
that's a great way to approach networking as well, right? So if you do something that makes you stand out and looks a little bit different or have your company name across your shirt, across the back of your shirt, that's another way to just stand out from the crowd. So let's talk about getting to this conference. So it's in Vegas. So it's obviously everybody has a direct flight to Vegas for the most part. It is the 5th through the 7th, which so people getting there Sunday night. Probably. I know that there's a lot of other, so besides Manifest, there are other events that are taking place. Um, As you mentioned, Autotech's hosted a dinner. I know that there are a number of funds and organizations that will host some of their own kind of satellite activities. But yeah, so the programming on Monday will start around noon. So you could fly in Monday, you could fly in Monday morning comfortably. Depends depends on how long your flight is and where you're coming from. Yep. So... (laughs) So we all stay. So Manifest has a block of rooms, but that is not going to last forever. So if I go on your website, will I find a way to get you, access your block? And do you guys get a discount? We do. If you go on our website under uh, venue, you can see all the three hotels. We have rooms at Harris, The Link, and Caesars. And again, as you mentioned, Caesars is not connected into the forum. You do have to walk outside a little bit, but not far. So And that's not bad weather in February in Vegas. For those of us who are from the Midwest, and I know you're originally from the Northeast, I don't know if you have thin blood now, could be in in Brazil and Miami will do that to you. But it is not cold by Midwestern standards. It's sweatshirt weather in Vegas that time or sweater weather. Yes. But if you're like me coming from somewhere warmer, bring a leather jacket. You guys have a block of rooms that we can access, which is good. And we probably want to stay Monday night, Tuesday night. And then Wednesday night, you'll have some sort of performance at the end? Stay for Wednesday night. Wednesday is packed. We have so much. fly out Thursday. Fly out Thursday morning. You do not want to miss the after party because it's just anything can happen. And there's, you just don't want to miss out really. Like you'll feel the FOMO of not being there. I got to tell you, I was talking to friends who were there and they were one in particular. I said, oh, I'll see you at Nelly tonight. And he goes, "Uh, actually, I got to fly home right now. And I was like, Dude, fly out tomorrow morning. He goes, no, because blah, 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 whatever it was going on. And I thought that felt like a little bit of a waste to me too. Because that was where a lot of your casual conversations, everyone's having a good time. And it just, I'm again, I met people all over Vegas. Half the people I saw had their manifest badge on around their neck. So you're like, hey, manifest person, let me walk with you. And you walk back to the conference or walk over to Nelly, walk over to one of the after parties. It was very exactly. cool. So we want to stay there for Monday night, Tuesday, maybe Sunday night, but for sure Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night when the entertainment wraps it all up and stay in one of those hotels that manifest suggests. And is there an advantage to buying those tickets now? <laughs> yeah, before prices go up again, obviously, if you haven't, gotten your tickets, where you're going to go, all of your you know, peers in the industry, your investors, your partners, your customers, everyone is, the whole ecosystem is going to be there. So you don't want to miss out. If you're going to be there, get your tickets, book your hotel and come prepared. Yep. And when do the prices go up or did you don't tell us? It's a great question. <laughs> I know they go up. The closer we get to the event, they go up. That's the nature of these events. That's well, what- Event, yeah, after I believe after the holidays. And if you just make it a lot easier on yourself, but you also make it easier on Manifest to understand who's coming to their event. And who knows, maybe they'll say, oh my God, it's great that you're coming. Can we interest you in a booth? <laughs> and would you like to speak? So you need to begin those conversations now 
when there's still time. And I can't share too many details, but I will share that there will be an exciting giveaway that would also potentially keep you in Vegas through a very exciting. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. And again, that. Keep in mind, guys, this is unrelated to the conversation, of course, but there is that Super Bowl thing. It's important to Vegas, and it's right after Manifest. That's how they're billing it this year. Come to the Super Bowl. It's right after Manifest. (laughs) Anyway, what I'll do, Pam, is I'll put a link to your LinkedIn profile. I'll also put a link to Manifest, whatever links you give me, so people can reach out and do this. And again, do it now while they're... And by the way, airfare goes up higher and higher. I just flew back from uh, the West Coast at the last minute, like booked a week before. And I was thinking, yeah, I paid like an extra 400 bucks because of that. So if you know you're going, buy now, get the hotel now, get the ticket now, book your flight now. Otherwise, you might find yourself paying a thousand bucks more per head. Yeah, book it. An airfare too. I actually, it's relatively very affordable right now. Like from New York, at least, just as an example, from New York, I think tickets are like $250, $300. So we're just getting all of your track. Book everything now. Just save yourself the headache. You'll thank me. Just book it now. Yes. Oh, by the way, before I forget, I am doing, since I know you guys have this focus on shippers, I am doing a series, which we'll call it, we're calling the Manifest Shipper Series, very inventive of me. But um, I'm going to interview a number of shippers who are going to be at that. Because again, logistics people have said to me many times lately, I want to go to conferences where I can win business. So I can justify that I I actually talk to shippers and I can get business as opposed to, I learned a lot and was fun, but I don't walk back home and there's no ROI. This has ROI because the right people are there. This is productive. Um, from this year's show, over 60,000 meetings took place. Oh, yeah. You can track that in your app. That's another thing. And that's just what we know of, right? There were so many organic meetings that happened additionally. And from an investor standpoint, if you're a startup and you're looking for funding, like this is your time. This is your Super Bowl. Yeah. 150 funds, over 150 funds will be there. And from my conversations with investors this year, there were some investors that were taking 25 plus meetings a day. So this is come prepared, ready, know your elevator pitch, know what you're looking for, because this is where you'll be able to connect and have those conversations with investors for your upcoming round or just to have in your network for the future when you're ready. Yeah. And we all know the VC market has cooled off, We, but there is still a lot of, still a lot more business in the VC space for logistics and supply chain than ever before. If you cut out this last few years, which were very hot. But um, we're seeing still a lot of consolidation. We're still seeing private equity investments still growing. I just talked to Spencer Tenney from the Tenney Group, mergers acquisition guys, and he says that's red hot. People are so you got to get to these events because that's again they're making these announcements there. We're also making these connections there. Awesome to get to this event. So we talked about what to expect. We talked about the ship. There will be more shippers. Awesome speakers. So many speakers that you will never see a fraction of them. But it's a really good variety of shippers. And again, the little surprises and the little delights there are fantastic. And again, people really go hog wild on the, again, booths does not do it. It's not a booth where it's so much more. Experience. <laughs> I mean, from this year, one of the cooler things or what I thought was super cool, because I like Legos. I have a five, I have a six-year-old, so I do a lot of Legos. Yes. Um, 
DHL supply chain had a Lego master, and then they had built life-size Legos of the Locust Robotics robots, and they gave them out. Like they actually gave out little kits at the end, like special just for Manifest of the different robots. So now my son and I can actually play with the variety of robots from DHL. And it was really cool. That is awesome. Really cool. Yeah, there there is quite a bit of swag to be captured there at Manifest. Bring an extra little extra room in your bag if you want to bring some of that home. There's lots of goodies across the board. It's really yeah. And again, I since the weather is nice there, I just remember being at one of the cocktail parties outside, and it was very casual. It was after and after the events, and I was like, I. You just go from person to person. Everybody seems to know each other. It's a very, it's a very, very cool crowd. I really enjoyed being there last year. So enough of my blather, Pam Simon. Final thoughts on Manifest 2024. Um, if you haven't booked your tickets, book them. Uh, this is your opportunity to connect with all of the people and technologies that will help your goods move around the world more sustainably, efficiently, just better for for everyone involved. Um, So this is your opportunity and we're excited to welcome you and have you join us. All right. All right. So what I'll do, Pam, is again, I'll put a link to your LinkedIn profile. Any other links you and your marketing team give me, I'll put in the show notes so people can click on and get on. And if for whatever bad reason you have for not buying that ticket today, yet booking that flight, can we get on your email list? Is that a possibility if they don't? So to remind them every damn day that they need to buy it. Sign up for our newsletter, The Fest. And we also actually post it on our LinkedIn. So join, follow us on LinkedIn. We're very active there. We post a lot of news and updates, not just of what Manifest is doing, but all of the things that are happening in the industry and how our speakers and companies are shaking things up. It is a nice year-round letter. I like getting it because it does talk about what's going on. And again, it's... You guys have your finger on the pulse now with so many people coming to these events and so many deals happening there. So anyway, Pam, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And I look forward, by the way, I think we're having, at least Courtney said, hoping hoping to do like a media breakfast this year. So I will actually meet Pam and Courtney in person. And not just Pam and Courtney, your whole team, because I interact with a lot of people from your team. We will be there, yes. Yeah, and, and by the way, again, that if you want to meet the media people there, I saw so many, I spent so much time walking around with Tim Dooner, and, and as a podcaster over at Freight Waves, he said a few things to me and that I was like, oh, why aren't I doing it that way? And I was thinking, I've talked to him, he's been on the podcast. I think you're just, when you walk around with somebody and you see some stuff and you talk and it's casual conversation, I was like, I learned things from talking to my, Again, I don't call them competition because we all kind of cooperate. I learned so much from them from being, and they're all there. So if you want to be on podcasts, that is podcast central. If you want to be any of the media, they're all there. <laughs> yeah. All of your peers in the industry are there. And typically I'm able to share our media list about four to six weeks before the show. So if you're coming and you have an announcement or a launch or something like that, let us know. And we can also help coordinate to blow that up. Thank you so much, Pam Simon. We will see you February 5th through the 7th in Vegas. Yes, looking forward to it. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, it's my pleasure. And thank all of you for listening to my podcast. Your support is very much appreciated. Until next time, Onward and Upward.
You have been listening to the Logistics of Logistics podcast, where we engage with leaders in the logistics and supply chain community. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, hit the like button, and leave us a nice review on Apple or Spotify or wherever else you listen. Also, please check out our videos on YouTube and connect with us on LinkedIn. We're very big on LinkedIn. And you can also reach us on the logisticsoflogistics.com, our website.